Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we covered the topic of pleomorphic adenoma found under the oncology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 58-year-old woman presents to the physician with complaints of a painful lump on the left side of her face. She describes that she first noticed the lump more than five years ago, when it was small in size. However, it has progressively grown with time to the present size. Her husband notes that the patient's speech has changed slightly in the past year. Physical exam is notable for facial asymmetry and a firm, non-tender mass on the left side of the face, below the lower border of the mandible. There is no palpable lymphadenopathy in her neck. Let's continue with an introduction to pleomorphic adenoma. As a general overview, pleomorphic adenomas are benign salivary gland tumors. They predominantly affect the superficial lobe of the parotid gland. In terms of the epidemiology, this is the most common tumor affecting the salivary glands, and it accounts for 70% of parotid tumors and 50% of salivary tumors. Demographically, it most commonly affects women between 30 to 50 years of age. Risk factors include radiation exposure. In terms of the pathophysiology, the tumor has both epithelial and connective tissue origins, and it may undergo malignant transformation. The tumor lacks a true capsule and may have microscopic extensions. This results in a high risk of recurrence in cases treated with surgical resection performed with inadequate surgical margins. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms will include a solitary, mobile, slow-growing painless mass, and this may be present for many years. Other symptoms include dysphagia, hoarseness, difficulty chewing, and facial weakness if the facial nerve is affected. On exam, one may note a solitary, mobile, non-tender mass, and facial asymmetry or droop may be present. In terms of further imaging, CT or MRI may demonstrate smoothly marginated or lobulated soft tissue globular mass, necrosis may be seen in larger masses, and a few foci of calcification may be noted. An ultrasound may demonstrate a hypoechoic mass, and this can allow for ultrasound-guided fine needle aspiration or biopsy. In terms of further studies, tissue sampling can be done with a fine needle aspiration or a core needle aspiration. The fine needle aspiration helps to determine whether the tumor is malignant or benign. The core needle biopsy allows for histological typing of the tumor. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about other tumors of the salivary and parotid glands, such as Wharton's tumor, metastasis to the parotid gland, a facial nerve schwannoma, mucoepidermoid, and adenoid cystic carcinoma. Key distinguishing factors include that the histopathology will be unique to the tumor. In terms of treatment, surgical options include superficial or total parotidectomy. This is indicated for a pleomorphic adenoma of the parotid gland. Another option is tumor excision with preservation of the adjacent nerve. This is indicated for a pleomorphic adenoma of the submandibular and minor salivary glands. Complications related to pleomorphic adenoma include recurrence of the tumor after surgical resection. Associated factors for this include an incomplete capsule, extension of the tumor nodules beyond the capsule, 
and tumor rupture during surgical resection. Another complication is malignant transformation. The incidence of this is between 2 and 7% of cases. Associated factors include multiple tumor recurrences, deep lobe tumors, male gender, and increased age. And finally, with regards to prognosis, the prognosis is excellent after surgical resection with adequate surgical margins. That's all for this review about pleomorphic adenoma. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.